Hey everyone, this is Tiffany from TiffanyLambert.com. We are moving on to day five of our free series on launching your own PLR store. So today we're going to talk about what rights you should give your buyers. Someone sent me a message that said, my biggest issue is understanding the differences between PLR, MRR, and all the other initials I can't think of. I don't know what I can and cannot do. I'm not sure which PLRs I would be allowed to sell in my PLR store. Any help regarding the different meanings and what you can and can't do would be great. So first of all, the the bad news is that I have to tell you is that everyone interprets the rules and definitions differently. So that sucks because you can't really get a clear definition. Um, you can go ask one person, um, what is PLR and MRR and all that? And they'll, they'll tell you, right? They'll tell you what they think. You go ask another person and they might give you a completely different definition or something a lot um, broader or a lot narrower than what you heard from the other person. So you have to look at every single seller's specific rules and never assume that you're allowed to do anything. And really it doesn't it doesn't matter if you sit there and do something against the rules and say, oh, well, I thought this. That's on you. You have to take personal responsibility for that. It's your responsibility to look at the rules, which is bad because if you do buy a lot of PLR to use, you're going to have a lot of rules to keep track of. So you need to keep those rules inside. Usually it comes inside your PLR pack, but if the person doesn't have that, then what I would do is like as, as soon as you download it, look for it. And what I would do is go and copy it off of the sales page and put it in there or do a screenshot of it is even better and put it in in the file so that you have it there. When I use PLR as a consumer, I sit there and open the file and I always pull up the rules first before I go use anything. That way I know as I'm using it, if there's anything I can't do or anything I should do or whatever that I need to, to do when I'm using it, I get it done. So second... All you should really worry about, in my view, as far as starting your own PLR store, is basic PLR. I don't think you ought to get into the resale PLR, master resale rights, and all that stuff. It's not worth it. Uh, Most consumers are just looking for PLR. Most consumers are not looking for those resale rights and master resale rights and all this. Um, So... That's what I that's what I would do. Now when you talk about what that means, you know, you have master resale rights, that's when you give someone the right to sell resale rights. <laughs> so it's it's like the it's almost as if the person created it themselves. Um resale rights, if I created a pack and I and I have some of this on my PLR store in a specific category, but I really don't create any more for it. It's just it's not it's not a big seller. People get it to buy for their own use anyway. Um, but if I have resell PLR, it means I'm selling it and allowing a PLR buyer to sell it as PLR. Okay, it doesn't mean they can sell resell rights like master resell rights are. Basically, just stick with PLR. Um, you're going to be able to not have to worry about all that other stuff and just make the most profit with the less least amount of headache that you have if you just stick with that. Third, I don't recommend launching a store with PLR that you bought from someone else. If anything, I would just use that as an upsell and a funnel, but not for your store. I wouldn't sit there and say, oh, I'm going to start a PLR store. Let me go buy up 50 packs of resale PLR to start it with. I, I wouldn't do that ever because if people come to your store and they land there and they buy it and they realize they've already bought it, they're never going to look at your store the same. You're going to be this rehashed store. So I wouldn't do that. 
Um, but it would be good if you wanted to, to put it in a funnel. Like if you have a PLR launch, let's say you have a PLR launch for the keto diet and you created 35 new articles and you don't have an OTO, maybe you could use a resell uh, PLR bundle for your first upsell. Personally, I would tell them on the sales page, hey, I bought this PLR bundle that I'm allowed to resell to you, you know, but not everyone will do that. Some people will will just keep that information hidden. And that's just kind of an ethics borderline that you can find yourself on whatever side you want to find yourself on. To me, I like to tell people up front if it's something like that. Um, as for rights, go take a look at some of the PLR launches that are out there and just scroll to the bottom. Some of them get so confusing, and some people, like me, keep it very simple. I mean, listen, you you don't want to spend 80% of your time as the PLR police, so don't set rigid rules. You're just going to exhaust yourself with outrage and start spinning your wheels because truly scammy buyers are going to scam you regardless of what you say they can and can't do with it, right? So what I do is I, I just have two sets of rules. Two, that's it. No, rule number one and rule number two. Rule number one is don't use my name on it. And the reason I have that is because I don't know how much editing or what people are going to do to the content. So I don't want them putting leaving my name on it as the author. And then what if they write poorly or something and people associate that with me? So that's my first rule. Don't put my name on it. And plus, let's say they sell a course and then they refuse to get a refund or something like that. And people think it's me doing it. I just don't want any kind of a reputation problem from someone else. So that's rule number one. Don't use my name. And number two, don't pass the PLR rights on to others. So I don't want them basically using them as resell PLR. All they can do if they um, buy my content is use it as their own content in terms of like a blog post or an ebook. They can't sit there and sell it to other people to use as content. So I keep it really easy and I'm, I'm not about to tell them where they can and can't use it. And some people do that. Some people are like, you cannot use it on Facebook. You cannot use it on your blog. You have to use it here. And some people tell them what price point they have to set it at. Don't sell it for less than $17 or whatever. And what percentage of content they have to change. You must change 80% of the content and so on. That's just ridiculous to me. It's way too much of a an issue to sit there and pretend like you're going to be tracking that down. And it's really a turnoff. As a consumer, if I see rules like that, I'm like, forget it. I'm not even buying that because I'm not going to sit there when I need fast and easy content and have to scroll through your list of 25 rules to get my content going, right? I want to be able to download it, stick my name on it, edit it however I want, and stick, stick it wherever I need it to go. If I need it on a, a Facebook group, I want it there. If I want it in the email, I want it there. So keep it very simple. Don't complicate things. And the reason I tell you this is, let's say you're all excited about starting a PLR store. Go ahead and do it with these very, very basic and simple rules. Later on down the line, if you're this big shot PLR provider and you decide, hey, I want to launch a store or a section of my store for master resale rights, go for it. You know, But give yourself the foundation that, that you need to do things with a very simplistic, profitable slant to it. All right, so that's it for today. Next time, we are going to be talking about the tools that you can use to launch a PLR store.